your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's an all-star weekend for three members of the Vegas Golden Knights who will sparkle in South Beach. Hi again, everyone. Things are crashing already there. We hear something fell out of the sky. No, something my, fall out of the sky? I have my, my door was slightly open, and I think my heat or something just kicked on, and it, it shut it, so that's what that was. At least was, you don't so. have particles in the air like I had that one day. Uh, <laughs> Tony Cordasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas, we come to you each and every day, Monday through Friday, Thanks for making us your first listen here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Of course, you could find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Lockdown Golden Knights. We are brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. You can sign up today at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Place your first $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash lockdown. And right now, the current line, the total moved, okay, on the Super Bowl coming up in a week. It is up now to 50-and-a-half on FanDuel, and Philadelphia is still favored at minus one-and-a-half. Next week, could we do some props? There's going to be some props, right? Uh, we'll have some proposition bets, including VGK and hockey. So I think we could make some predictions next week. VGK well. has a noon game the day of the Super Bowl. I think I'm actually going to do media for that, but – they have a noon game. So there'll be like, I remember a couple of years ago, I did, they played the caps on Super Bowl Sunday. And it was VGK shots. And I think New England Patriots total points or something like that, which would be over under and uh, some goofiness like that or saves and over under to one of the teams. So yeah, that'll, that'll be a good time. That'll be a good time. Okay. So we have three members of VGK currently in South Beach. Um, and in the NHL All-Star Game in Miami this weekend, we've got Bruce Cassidy, who will be behind the bench uh, for the Pacific Division All-Stars. Logan Thompson, the Pac Div starting goaltender. We've got Chandler Stevenson, who last week, uh, this past week, replaced Matty Beniers of the Kraken on the All-Star list. And uh, again, Stevenson, the news came out yesterday will participate in the fastest skater competition, which is pretty cool. Uh, Stevenson's got a pretty good chance because Connor McDavid's not not involved this year. Yeah, Connor McDavid didn't win last year. I, I, I forgot who won it last year. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, he um, did not win here. Everything so yeah, was Fiala, right here. Fiala, Dylan Larkin, Kirill Kaprizov, Kale McCarr, uh, Stevie, and Stavetchnikov. Um, If I had to handicap this for a 1-2-3, if we're going to go for the Ola, the old try box uh, Chandler Stevenson would uh, be on the backside. And then I'd probably go Capri's off Kale McCarr as far as uh, the win place. <laughs> okay. Uh, to win the MVP, Logan Thompson, according to FanDuel is plus 6,000 uh, Stevenson plus 4,400. The favorite, it, it's a good opportunity to make some cash on FanDuel. Connor McDavid is the favorite to win MVP at plus 1,200. I think you could spend the, some just money. the all star overall. Are we talking the overall MVP, yeah, for like the MVP. entire season. No, for the for the all star weekend, yeah. What, what are I we mean, listen, about? John Scott won it one year, so it, it's pretty wide open. Okay, <laughs> the Atlantic Division is favored, 
the pack is now plus 330 to to win this weekend's all-star festivities yeah there is a winner this weekend i like i like spreading money across the board if you have mcdavid who is the favorite at just uh plus 1200 it's pretty good odds you can it's not a bad thing i mean you can you can have some fun with it and get a little little cheddar out there get a little skin in the game so to speak um it's the all-star weekend anything can happen i keep going back to john scott um so there was a time where the fans were were i think more responsible for voting players in and it was like the vote for the worst thing like they do for american idol and all these tv shows and all that and john scott got voted in and so John Scott embraced it and had fun and did well. And he actually got a couple of goals and literally got carried off the ice by his, uh, by his teammates. So anything can happen. Sure. McDavid is the chalk at, you know, over 10 to one. I think you said plus 1200. Yeah. And honestly, you, you take your two or three favorite players and you throw some money in and what go, yeah. what happens, what happens at that point. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel LT will do in his first all-star appearance? Uh, they played the Central Division first. It's so, so rigged. Uh, so we're going to have a hungover Pete DeBoer. And the Central's minus 124. And the total on that game is 13 and a half. I really do like, I, I used to like, Chris, the old format. Because they put up a total like of like 23 and a half, 26, whatever. And it would always go flying over. I used to love that. I then, Now I can't really measure it. But when they play those old traditional ones, because the goaltenders are going to do Olays like just about on every play, every big shot on goal. So is is a is a young gun like Logan Thompson going to comply uh, with, again, making these, you know, offensive games? Will will he just get out of the way? No, I think LT is going to give an effort out there. Um, <laughs> first of all, LT is going to embrace LT is going to embrace the moment. Um, mm-hmm. He's comfortable on the big stage. He's going to be out there smiling and, you know, going to be going to give a few money shots for the fans and stuff like that. And he's going to have a good time out there. He's going to do his best. He'll give an effort, he, but he'll give the right amount of effort that will keep him, you know, well, hold on, it's dark in here. It's dark. In, there we go. Hey, we got light now. My light was off the whole time. Tony, why didn't you tell me? Um, that was so, actually okay compared eh, to my yeah settings here I, I, I this is this is my son for uh for south beach right now you know i gotta get my tan going here um <laughs> but lt will give an effort he'll have fun he'll embrace the moment and more importantly hopefully he'll come back to vegas you know sometime on sunday or monday whenever he flies back a little more relaxed and ready to lead this team which is the more important thing right now i gotta tell you there weren't very many frickins out of the mouth of uh, bruce cassidy yesterday he was so chill on South Beach there drinking his BioSteel. They have little media gatherings. You could go from table to table, and there weren't a ton of media members at each table, which was kind of crazy. Yes, yeah, uh, it was kind of spread out, right? But in any event, he was very complimentary of the job that Logan Thompson has done. He said one thing that stood out in my mind. He said, yeah, we didn't know until August that Robin Leonard was going to be out, which I thought – we knew for a long time before that. Well, that's when I it mean, was announced. I th- that's when no, it was mid, announced. Was mid-July yeah, yeah, yeah. or August? Now? I it think was, it was mid-July when they announced it. Okay, so he said either August. Way. In any event, but very complimentary. He talked about going into the season where there was a goaltender competition between him and Hill, Thompson and Hill, and he felt that he's done a good job, a more than adequate job. And the one thing, again, to stress to the fans is that especially he is a rookie, okay? 
let's face it, because he's already played a ton more games than he did last year. The one thing that uh, Cassidy stressed the most is that with rookie goaltenders, you will have ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And he said you can't really take it to heart all the time when you have a big loss like he did right before the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, listen, Bruce Cassidy, even uh, down in, in his All-Star form, is giving honest uh, assessments of everything happening. I wonder what his post-game presser will be uh, after the All-Star game ends, especially if his team is eliminated in the first round or or doesn't win the championship. He's going to, you know, uh, we just didn't get to the dirty areas, you know, didn't get those clean shots. I, I wonder how uh, how he'll be with that. I mean, the coaches, they don't do anything. They, they just tell the players when to shift and things like that and line changes. But yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, but- be... Is it is it going to be is it going to be a little intense between Cassidy and DeBoer? I don't think so. Honestly, they're probably going to. I mean, I don't know what Cassidy's. Uh, you think they're drinking? Tonight? I think they're. I mean, we know we know uh, we know we DeBoer's going to be drunk. Yeah, yeah. DeBoer hungover last year. Oh, he looked awful too. I was like, there's something wrong with DeBoer. And then he's hiccuping and everything, burping, hiccuping. That'd be pretty press. awesome. Yeah, no, it's listen. This is it, it's the All Star Week, and this is everyone's chance to let loose relax it's a long grind of the season you know the first 50 games are probably a tougher grind than the last 30 games in the sense that it's now it's it's much more exciting right the last 30 games every game just feels like it's so much more important for the players for the fans for the coaches for the media and for everybody involved the games are gonna get more intense so this is a good time for everyone there and not just the players that are down in you know florida for the all-star game but for across the nhl to just relax reset hopefully get healthy uh thinking about jack eichel and you know all these players who are just you know need the time off to relax a little bit hopefully they get what they want out of this uh you know eight nine ten day stint and then uh it's back to work on monday we can finally start talking about hockey games again yeah for sure and uh, some of the wacky skills games uh we're going to see logan thompson he'll be participating in the tendy tandem that seems pretty that cool. is yeah, now that seems like it could be fun because the goaltenders are actually going to shoot, right? They're going to shoot. I think they're going to shoot for points and things like that, which is, I like it. Okay, plus there'll be a net as well. Yes. Um, we've got uh, the breakaway challenge is pretty cool because Roberto Luango will be in net. Um, Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby will be teammates. Like the, everyone else is an individual in the breakaway challenge. Isn't that the one that was rigged for Petrangelo to win last year? Oh, that was so bad. That was that so was bad. Just that was just awful. So that was so bad. It was so bad. But oh, and then Zgress and Jack Hughes stole the show by far. <laughs> they stole the show. Absolutely. And so let's hope that they kind of get these things together here right. this year. The splash shot is the one that I just that's not funny, but I don't think I said there's no way that Stone could hit a puck into the ocean, but that's going to be the equivalent of what we saw at Lake Palagio last year. Oh, they will have five elite women participating. Yes, I think that's awesome. Okay, so I think it's tremendous. Um, Hillary Knight, you met all these players, right? Uh, Sarah Sarah Nurse is there. Yep. Your fave, your favorite. Yeah, she's awesome. I, I love talking to her. Yeah, but hopefully, remember last year um, at Lake Palagio, all of a sudden, the one contestant, the one woman was beating everyone else and they just kind of like pushed her aside. I thought it was awful what they did last year. Like they subtly just were like, okay, I forget who was the woman. Do you remember? Cause they subtly just kind of like, how come she's not even in the standings? She's beaten the tar. Yeah. They, of, I think they just Mark gave Stone. her like, uh, just, she, she, she went gifts? out there and competed in the event, but she wasn't like an overall competitor. I think, I don't know. I know they had, um, 
There was also, and again, I don't remember who at it was. At least they're but... not shooting at cards, at playing cards this year, which is oh, the God, worst thing bad. I've ever you're, seen. You're, you're so already bad. taking my what the Friday, Tony, but yeah, oh. I hear you. <laughs> I, I did. I, I stole something already. Oh, definitely. 100%. Okay. Is it a wrap on the All-Star game? Whatever. We'll recap it on Monday. Skills competition, all that. Yeah. Okay. Enough. And we're just we're just jealous. We've got FOMO. We're not in South Beach. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Next, that's fair. Yeah. Coming up next, uh, should BGK tank or go big? Chris put this one on the docket. We're going to discuss when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. The NFL playoffs are here. Of course, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. We're really excited about our brand new sports betting partner on Lockdown because of the number one sports pick in all of America, and that is FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, it's even better because they have so many great features. It makes betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today. If you get started, it's $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet, uh, bet that is. And just sign up at FanDuel. It's pretty simple. FanDuel.com slash locked on, wherever applicable, across this great country of ours and in Canada. Uh, FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. We'll get into player props for the big game next week. And again, you could also win by combining your bets on the same game parlay. It's all on the app. It is safe. It is secure. It's super easy. And then football fans, make sure that you go there. Don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas each and every morning, Monday through Friday. We appreciate you all tuning in. We do have a blast uh, doing this show. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. And again, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun. You see, some days I look like a Martian and all that, too. It's kind of fun. Um, at least, at, well, at least the fog has not rolled in lately. <laughs> That early morning fog has been tremendous. Uh, so you wanted to talk about VGK. I love this topic uh, because you want to talk about VGK. Should they go big? As the trading deadline looms on March the 3rd, I started to do, oh, my goodness. He's rubbing off on me. Cassidy, I'm just swaying here. Uh, do you go big or do you tank? And, and of course, I think we're going to – I just have a feeling we're both going to say go big because this fan base – this fan base would go nuts if they don't make, if the VGK does not make the playoffs after riding high and then just faltering again, like they did last, last season, I think they're going to have a lot of issues. And there are a ton, a ton of rumors about McCrimmon starting to swirl. They are, they're really starting to swirl and he's definitely, everything is just pointing to him. No, he cannot control the injuries. However, he can control the players that they put on the ice each and every night. You hit the nail on the head right there. Um, aging roster, it's breaking down. And God forbid, if this is the same core two years from now, what things are going to look like. It'll be, uh, I'll, you and I will have a lot more gray hairs than we already have. I can definitely start by saying that. So one option, if you do tank and basically rebuild and blow it up, the players that would go, someone like a March or so, a Stevenson, um, on the defensive side, Alec Martinez, Braden McNabb, like literally you sell all four of those players. If you want to go that route, I'm not saying I want to go that route, but that is the, the tank route, so to speak. That is the route where you acquire some draft picks, get some prospects, scrub off, you know, 
15, 18 million dollars in in debt, so to speak, and move forward. The other option, and this is the option that we lightly hit on yesterday, I think. You go all in, right? We already got Mark Stone and his nine points five five million dollars that's about to go off the table. At this moment, we have three points three point eight million dollars in cap space available. However, Zach Whitecloud, I'm guessing, comes back right after the All-Star Blake All-Star break. So take off $2.7 million. We have $1.1 million plus Mark Stone's 9.5. So we are right around $11 million in available cap space to do something. What I would like to see happen is you ship, you obviously Mark Stone goes to LTIR. The second thing I would like to see happen, Alec Martinez. If they can find a taker for him to take his entire salary, we get some type of, you know, a third, fourth round pick, you know, some type of, consideration some type of so live consider now consideration present consideration not future consideration so now all of a sudden we're sitting on 15 million dollars to improve this vgk team which does have a good core on paper you got tarasenko out there you got patrick kane out there just a couple of big big names uh barbershop we've been hearing a lot about and another player on the blues if you're able to move on from alec martinez in this deal you can check two boxes. You can check a high-value rental. You can also check the box of a high-value player that we can possibly hold on to that can be a part of this team's growth or core, whatever terminology you want to use. I mean, there's a path where we can keep Patrick Kane beyond, you know, or Tarasenko, whoever it is. There is a path to keeping those players on the roster if we are able to shave Alec Martinez's contract away. We're talking about the now. We're not talking about what happens next year. But if we're going to go all in, and this is the route I do want to go because we have seen what this team does when healthy, you know, let's, uh, if you're going to go for it, freaking go for it. There you go. Okay. What do you think Bill Foley's demeanor is right now, currently? Because when not only, well, not only has VGK fallen back now, I think they're number 10 in win percentage overall currently, right? Heading into uh, the post-All-Star games that are coming up here. But you have an expansion team, essentially, in Seattle that has stolen the thunder from VGK. And I would think right now uh, this that's going to accelerate things, I feel, even more when you have a team that's in its second season now stealing the spotlight from, uh, obviously, the darlings initially of VGK. Listen, we know Foley has an ego. That's a very um, safe thing that we can say. Foley wants to win. He wants he wants that, that cup more than anyone out there. And For him and for Carly, he said. Yeah, he wanted, winning he for Carly. He wants, three. He so, wants three, three cups for Carly. So, do I mean, they hand the cup to Carly first if they win it? Like, yes, you know, yes. So here, so who, who, if VGK wins the Stanley Cup, I know we're going way off stride already, folks. I mean, we're talking about in the same segment, we're talking about the team should go all in or tank. And now we're talking about them winning the cup. Who gets the cup first now? Is it Riley Smith? Because he'd be the, the, the eldest, uh, letter player. No, no. no. Well, it would be, well, well the, who, who takes it from the podium? And Carlson. then who do they hand it to first? Carlson. Hand it to Carlson first. Yeah, I mean, it's probably Petro because he'll be the old, he'll probably be the oldest. I don't know. Maybe who knows? Let's see who we acquire at the trade deadline. It'll be Foley, Carlson, the Cup, and Napa. They'll have photo shoots. 
for bad. years to come, man. For years to it's come. Awesome. It's awesome. Uh, so, do they go? Do they go for just one player, or do they go for a combination of players? So, I think what the likely situation is. I don't know if the team is going to trade Alec Martinez. First of all, I mean, it's a very odd scenario where you do trade one of your top three ish, you know, defensemen, and you still call yourself, you know, a team trying to win a Stanley Cup, but. So let's just assume Mark Stone is the only money we have to play with. I think they make a splash and go for high dollar, high dollar, big, big, big acquisition. Someone that's going to exhaust most of that money in a Patrick Kane, you know, Tarasenko players of that nature. If they're able to shed someone like Alec Martinez in this, now that's where you have the ability to, to, you know, really go crazy right and and obviously we're all we're limited by our draft picks and things like that that we're willing to give up and our ahl prospects you know just kind of listen a couple that prospect. might bring a return what's that prospect yeah uh, yeah, yeah prospect again um, okay hey by the way uh john Chikowski, i'm butchering his last name the guy that i know from i i butchered his last name from channel eight who does a terrific job producing and all that Brilliant point the other night. VGK ranked 25th overall in prospects. Um, and then I looked at a few lists, and Lucas Cormier is up there among the top prospects for VGK. This is There's no identity with prospects here. I'm sorry. And Brandon Brisson is, is ranked up there too, but there's no identity, and there's no like gem that a lot of other teams will want in a trade. None. Sure, but I'm going to list some players now for you. Nick Haig. Colasar, White Cloud, Paul Cotter, Logan Thompson. Okay. That's all VGK homegrown talents right there. And so I understand the concern about prospects. We also see what's happening right now in Henderson. The team is terrible. I, I can't say it any other way. The team is freaking terrible because they, they do lack. At the start of the season. I thought that this team was going to be good. I thought they were going to the was gonna be great. BGK, I thought the team right? was going to be great. And you know, unfortunately, they're not. That's that, that's all I can say. They're not. But all those players I just mentioned earlier, they are homegrown talents from, you know, back when the Chicago Wolves were the affiliates. Affiliates, is that the way to say that? If I was McCrimmon? <laughs> God, is swearing on me now. Hey. <laughs> when they were the, the affiliates. And then, so, point being is, we are growing talents, you know, from the grassroots level here. And then now looking at the, looking in Henderson, Ron Bjerg is right on the cusp right now about someone who can contribute almost daily at the NHL level. I would say he's even farther ahead of decision. He's farther ahead, Tony. I'm not saying he's going to do it right now. Um, Cormier, yeah, possibly. Korzak, he, he's done it, right? Korzak has played a serviceable level. He, he, he's not ready for all the time he's had. He is not ready yet. So wait to see what he does next year. Same, same path as Miramanov, another player that is basically homegrown and ready to come in right now. If uh, he was healthy, unfortunately, he's not. And then your next wave after that, Pavel Dorofiev, someone who I think can contribute uh, just when once he learns the game a little more. Brisson, you always have to mention because just uh, I feel like that's part of the rules, right? Brisson is one of our top prospects. Is he showing it yet? He's getting better. We'll see. Uh, he's at least a year, year and a half away from cracking this VGK roster on a regular basis. So, there are players down there that are ready, but there's also a lot of players like there's half there's half or more of that roster when you're down Henderson watching the game. These are AHL, you know, Spencer Fu, Marino, um, 
uh, just thinking of a few players right there that are just, you know, uh, lowing. I mean, these are career AHLers right now. I'm not knocking them when they say that. It's just simply there's a, there's a ceiling on players right now. So basically, VGK is going to forge ahead. They're not going to tank. There's no way the fan base wouldn't stand for it. Bill Foley himself wouldn't stand for it. And we'll have to see because there's never a dull day. But again, there is a ton of heat, I believe, currently on Kelly McCrimmon in the way that this team was structured. Coming up next, it is that time. It is that time for What the Friday. You don't want to miss it. Back with more to this on Locked On Golden Knights. Looking for a delicious treat that you don't want to get all those fat and calories from? you got to try a Built Bar. It's definitely the healthier option. Uh, what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, covered in 100% real chocolate. And uh, again, they are unbelievable pl- uh, flavors that they're putting out there, like the churro, the peanut butter brownie, the coconut almond. They're all really good. And uh, we're not sure, myself and Chris, how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar. While they maintain amazing macros, what's even better, they are super healthy, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get all of everything in just a box of Built Bars because you can find them available currently at Sam Club, Sam's Club and Smith's. Um, here in the greater Las Vegas area especially, that's right, you're near Smith's, you're near Sam's Club. You can grab a box of Built Bars and all of the great, delicious flavors. Try it now or go to Built.com. Again, Sam's Club or Smith's for the best that you could find out there in Built Bars. Go to Built.com. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. We come to you from Las Vegas each and every morning. Myself and Chris Golick at TD Chris G. Very, very entertaining. On Definitely. Is it follow Friday too? Yeah. Follow TD Chris G on Twitter. You're going to really enjoy that. And definitely go to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, and you could find us there in Technicolor because of all these colors and stuff. Fly it. Okay, it is that time. It is that time for WTF What the Friday. Chris, I'll let you go first today. It snowed on money on Monday, and Tony was all mad and grumpy and kept uh, talking about negativity towards snow. So what the Friday for Tony for his negativity towards a snow day grump. Yeah, I was pretty grumpy. And like I said, you the worst snowman thing you memes do, and all that because you're all angry about there being snow. I'm angry about everything. But the worst thing you could do is invite me to go on a ski trip because I'm not going in the snow. OK, it's enough. No, I'm not going to. It'll be fun. You don't you don't like fun things. I don't I do not like fun things. Uh, I'm going to start off with WTF. So, again, I'll slander myself uh, for starters. But yesterday I put up on our at Locked On VGK Twitter handle, Kelly McCrimmon approval rating. Well, there was supposed to be a poll like thumbs up and thumbs down, but I didn't have the poll on there. And so people, though, they chimed in anyway. One of 10, five of 10, four of 10. So I'm going to diss myself there. WTF, what the Friday? <laughs> Mark Stone is injured and out indefinitely. We'll, we'll assume it's going to be the entire season six campaign from this point forward. WTF VGK fans for thinking this is the end of the Vegas Golden Knights season. Even if Mark Stone came back, he is right now a shadow of himself. He is just he's injured. He's getting older. His body is breaking down. 
WTF for anyone thinking that this season is over because Mark Stone is out. Listen, a healthy Mark Stone, like from a couple seasons back going away, it's a much different story. This version of Mark Stone getting injured allows this team to actually acquire someone who can be better than Mark Stone, better than Mark Stone in his present form. Again, we're not knocking Mark Stone here. Don't take this the wrong way. But VGK can come out of this situation better if Kelly McCrimmon plays his hand the right way. So WTF for the Vegas Golden Knight fans for freaking out, freaking freaking out over Mark Stone's injury. Okay, we've got some uh, WTFs from our our friends that, uh, again, follow us at Lockdown VGK. Emery, the announcement of Stoney's back surgery. I was like, sorry, what? When I saw the tweets, WTF. Chuck Dickerson adds, uh, with all of our injuries this year, Stone's back surgery, WTF. Uh, We had uh, Tim Ward, not really a WTF, but what happens uh, to management if they swing and miss at the deadline, especially with Stoney on LTIR, seems primed to make a big move, but the last few have been misses. W T freaking F. It's all fair. I mean, yeah, you know, this is definitely the. I mean, Mark Stone was a huge one. That was literally at the deadline, and I actually remember the moment we acquired Mark Stone. So my wife was uh, teaching on the other side of town, on the west side. Um, was it Hayes? Yeah, Hayes, right? Hayes, and. I actually set up uh, for Nevada Reading Week or Nevada Reading Day, Nevada Reading Week. I actually organized Chance to get to my get to my wife's school to do readings. Not Chance, but Chance was there with uh, the VGK team and everything, not and the you players. Need to, you need to invite me to Reading Week because of the way I just like I I excel at reading all of those live reads. Perfect, Tony. Perfect. So I stumble every time. What are you talking I, about? They were reading. Um, yeah. What is it? Good night. Lost for. There's a there's a there's a VGK hockey book and they were reading it to the kids and stuff. And I happened to be because the trade deadline literally was the, coming. Is that like the, the book about the dictatorship? What is that? Stop it, Tony. Um, so I'm watching my phone and all of a sudden I see VGK gets Mark Stone right as the trade deadline goes. So I walk over to Chance. I'm like, dude, we just got Stone. And I get the look like. So that that was pretty cool. You know, that was pretty cool. Um, all right. So one more here. I'm I'm working last night. I'm selling my cards. I have a that Amazon device uh, named Alexa next to me. I, I muted her. I don't think she's listening to me right now. They, they never listen. So I say, Alexa, play classic rock. Bo- Boulevard of Broken Dreams comes on <laughs> by Green Day. Green Day, yeah. That song was released in 2004. <laughs> it's not even classic? 20 years old. It's barely 19. It's, it's probably 18 years old and change. Boulevard of Broken Dreams is now classic rock. WTF, Alexa, you're an idiot for thinking that is classic rock. Wow. They need to diss and hurt this morning. Uh, made me okay. feel terrible, Tony. I was so uncomfortable. I felt so old. One of our favorite uh, Bruin fans that follows us at Lockdown VGK, that's Harvey McCarthy. He said the same thing that I said when he was in Boston. WTF is Cassidy thinking calling out players in public what do you think of that no i mean listen it's it's a new world right now and it's a socially driven world this is how people do get their news and things like that and listen whatever cassidy is i I feel very confident in this statement whatever cassidy is telling these players in the locker room we are getting a much more polite version of what's really happening 
behind closed doors. So no one is learning anything new through the media from Cassidy that Cassidy hasn't told them to their face already. So I think uh, I'm fine with the way Cassidy talks. I think uh, with Pete DeBoer, we didn't get the temperature of the team, right? We didn't get a look under the hood. We didn't get the true feeling, you know, happy-go-lucky DeBoer. Nothing can bother that guy. Cassidy tells us how it is, and I'm, I'm good with that. Um, I, I almost forgot my, my not my favorite WTF, but maybe one more. The, the All-Star Games. Why are they doing these weird events not inside the arena? All it does, first of all, it sucks the energy out of the arena for the people that do pay $250 a ticket to go to, or even more, to go to these things. Last year, me and my kid were at the All-Star Game. They did the, the fountain thing and the, and the blackjack on the strip. Just absolute buzzkill. You can't hear the audio. You can't follow along very well. It was absolutely terrible. Now, here's the follow-up. This is an opportunity for the NHL to do like a fun games thing where they take a night, they take, you know, five or six of the more popular players and they can do a separate show, like a fun games thing where they do the fountain, they shoot pucks into the ocean, they play blackjack on the strip, whatever it is, they can make a show out of this that doesn't slow down the pro- the progress of the all-star game. So WTF for all these weird all-star shenanigans. There you go. Tony, your word, all-star shenanigans that simply take the energy out of the arena and more or less make it not fair for the people that spent a lot of money to be in the arena. Okay. Uh, I remember last year at Lake Bellagio, Lake they Bellagio. were, <laughs> what they did was they, they wound up remember recording this the night before they tried to be covert, but everyone knew about it anyway. So everyone, a lot of fans went out there to watch that WTF NHL viewership in the U S it is down 22%, Chris, 22% this season. Um, it's the second of the ESPN TNT contract. And it just, again, I don't know what to point to other than... ESPN Plus, I'll start right there. Oh, my goodness. We get blacked out in games that are in China. For Well, they don't play games. They're going to play in Australia, I think, next year, but not in China. Uh, but they do need to have, I think, a retooling of their talent. And just it just doesn't flow. It's everything seems forced. We have some play by I'm not going to mention names here. I'm not going to be a Bruce Cassidy truther, but I but I will say that they need some new announcers uh, that call play by play, especially. And I, you're not targeting local, I don't think. I think you're you're for, for me. No, broad no, no, national no, no, no. This perspective. is Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is national uh, TNT and ESPN. It shouldn't be hard to find your hometown team playing. It should not be hard. You should not have to have a separate subscribership. It's painful. It's painful. You, know? you shouldn't drive people like me to have no interest in getting local cable because I know I can find these games just as easy and find them easier on a um, unlicensed source. Call it what it is. Is that a WTF take? No, no, that's no, that, that's truth that there are no WTF for me there. All right, Chris, enjoy the all star weekend. I'm sure you'll have some chips and dip there going on at the Gallic residence. Now, and- tomorrow we're going, tomorrow we're going to go to see Henry, we're going to go see the Knights. We'll see how that goes. Silver Knights, that okay. is okay. I know you still have some left in that gold bar bottle back there. I got some there. I got, I still got the mini bottle here too. I'm going to chug this when we hit a big card on stream one of these days. All right, man. Good luck with your card business this weekend. Everyone else, enjoy the All-Star festivities. We'll return again on Monday. We'll talk about ah, the final few games here. It's never a dull moment here in Nightville. And so for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Are you making fun of my head movement? Okay. I need to hurry up. I'm okay.
Hurry up. Oh, okay. We're out. Thanks for joining us for Chris Gallick, Tony Cardasco. So long from Las Vegas. Have a great weekend, everyone.